How's it everybody, what up, welcome to it, it's the Authentic Corner Podcast, the second episode, uh, this is Buddha Buddhist and I'm with Didi, just before we get into our conversation that we had and get into the topics, uh, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's been listening and giving us feedback everywhere from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text, email, everything uh we just want to give you a massive shout out and adding value to what we're doing um and we're gonna strive to give you guys a show that you guys want and love and thank you for just the feedback and giving us a little advice and topics to speak about and i just want to say please follow our page it's our twitter page right now uh authentic corner pod on twitter uh, you can engage with us there. Uh, we run a few polls. We talk about a few things. We we do a couple of things there that's engaging and that will also feed into what we speak about uh, on our episodes. Um, this episode um, was recorded in Soweto. Um, we want to keep it grounded to um, where where we come from and what we represent so without further ado this is it our second episode what up guys welcome to it ah easy it's the authentic corner podcast with myself and (laughs) what up guys uh welcome to our second episode um and we have a lot to get into, man. But just before that, Didi, what's been up, Doug? What's been up Yo, last few weeks? It's been a while. I haven't seen you for quite a while. Yeah, Doug. Uh, well, I actually got a, I got myself like an urban bike. Hey. That I just got designed and <laughs> shit. So that's what's been keeping me busy. Yeah, we've been uh, riding now. Yeah, it's fucking difficult. <laughs> you know, I think you, you were here when I received it, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. quite difficult. It's a one speed, huh? Yeah, it's a, well, it's a single speed, yeah. Mm, mm. And you, what about on your side? What's been going on? Yo, man, a lot of stuff. Um, uh, so my main hustle is like advertising. So we've been doing quite well with that whole Chobik Ballet thing. Yeah. Uh, Congrats, by the way. On hey, the hey, you know, got a Webby. Two webbies. Uh, last night we got two DNADs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude, it's 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 had a very good award uh, season run. I think after this it's done. Well I done, think it's, it's 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 done. Um, but a major thing. Um, two weeks ago I went to Solo and Dinell's wedding. You know, um, so um, it was amazing, dog. It was a beautiful ceremony very like intimate um very great uh we did a traditional in the morning yeah um at uh, we went to springs and then oh this is at solo's house no this is uh dinero's family home oh, oh okay uh we uh, oh dinero moketsi yes yeah yes. dinero moketsi so uh yeah, we did the whole traditional ceremony thing with families handing over in in Google and all of that in and Springs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we had uh, the white wedding in 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 uh, the 
was four ways. Very nice venue. Very cool. Very, oh, that's, that's uh, beautiful. very dope. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's actually, they've been dating for seven years. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it made me realize when I was at the wedding that um, there's quite a, obviously there were a few celebs um, mm-hmm. um, from the TV industry and as well as uh, music. And I just realized that, yo, a, a lot of like hip hop and, and, and hip hop stars are married, you know, because Cuesta was there with, with his, uh, wife. his wife. Yeah. yeah. He's also like newly married as well. Yeah. Um, bumped into Sugar Smacks as well with his beautiful wife. Also, oh, yeah. Wow. He, so many. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, I think um, it's, it's. And I think Slicker's married as well. Slicker's married. Um, it's, it's, it's well, grown up here, man. We, um, we ain't married. as wild as what the lyrics say, Doug. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think. It's actually quite nice you say that, like, because it's starting to look like hip hop rap and essay has has or is growing up. Yeah, and guys are like taking obviously their day ones mm, like mm, very mm. seriously. Mm. And when I mean their day ones, like mm. their girls and they're like, yeah, marrying them and man, that's a beautiful thing. Actually, marriage is actually a beautiful thing. Yeah, we don't, th- we don't publicize it enough. I think this, <laughs> especially in this kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I think culture. it also um, paints a picture for me. Uh, which I've always known that, you know, like hip hop life is a fantasy, really. I almost feel like sometimes um, what rappers speak about in some of their lyrics, I'm not saying our guys like yeah. Solo and, and, and Questa and uh, Abo Smacks and them, but I'm just saying like um, guys ain't about that life. They'd be talking about like Molly and all and these all girls, shit. Uh-uh. but yo man, you know, back in the ranch, dog, they, they, they back at home, dog, they like, you know what I mean? I mean, look at, look at <laughs> AKA and uh, Zintle. Yeah. On, so I, I saw on his Insta, I was like, wow, man, like. Dog, I didn't know they were back together actually. Well, I've I've been seeing like a few pictures on 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 obviously Twitter and uh, yeah yeah and yeah Insta. I saw and it's so um well I think it's amazing oh, I know there's lots of issues in that yeah but man. it looks good like yeah you can't like fight that it looks good I mean he's with the mother of his child yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know they were back. I saw that picture on Twitter now. I think it was uh, AKA celebrating his platinum. Yeah. Double platinum? Is, like is he plat- a... platinum, I think, for Touch My Blood? Yeah. It's gone platinum. Plat- no, double platinum. Yeah, I think it's Some, platinum. Something like that. But uh, yeah, I saw pictures Also, congrats of... to him for that. Yeah, so... And what, that was what, under his label? That was under... Under Beam. Beam. Um, yeah, so I will be honest. Um, I never really dug uh, Touch My Blood as a body of work. No like, ways. Like levels. So I'm... Are you hating right now? No, 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 no. Listen, there, there are tracks that I dug in there. Yeah. But I just feel as a body of work... Not everywhere, but it felt long, and yeah, there were tracks that were for me that didn't like really resonate. I I still rate levels like I can play levels from start to finish, um, and what was that? His debut album as well. I can play it from start to finish, but Touch My Blood for me felt like, um, yeah, it felt like a lot of like just singles. That he just put together like a playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
um, I've given it like a solid kind of like two listens from start to finish, but now I just have like tracks that I just I jam. Think, you know what I mean? Uh, how could I put it? A- AKA is very good at making music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think the music he is making is what we would traditionally call a typical rap mm. hip hop album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, not to compare it or anything, mm. but like what Solo does, for instance. Solo doesn't yeah. make pop music. Like, yeah, yeah. It's lyrics, like, <laughs> yeah, know, no, no, no. Straight out. And you listen to AKA. AKA is like ma- making pop songs. Like, mm, mm. And it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad I thing, mean, definitely. Jigger with uh, Yanga. Yeah. That's a yeah. fucking brilliant song. Kefi's yeah. song. Yeah. Brilliant song. Yeah. And these are songs that are going to be played fucking 10, 20 years <laughs> from now, you know, at our yeah. weddings. Maybe at our weddings, God knows. Ooh. But. I don't know. Are you saying that. Tracks off of Touch My Blood will age that well. They th- will, they will. If you listen, if you actually listen to them, and I'm only talking about the big ones that yeah. I know off the top of my head. Yeah. And I, I'm like, no, man, this isn't typical of... Mm. Yes, it's, and it's his style. Like, that's something that he's coined on his own. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I think that was from, you know, off mm. of levels with mm. what he came with mm. as, as mm. well. Mm. You know? And... It's, um, man, I'm actually looking for the words. I don't think <laughs> we can say it's a bad album. It's not a bad album. Yeah, listen, it's it's not a bad album, but for me, it's not a good body of work for me. Because I feel like um, it also took a while for this album to drop. So there were a lot of singles building yes. up to it that like, were amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Years, so yeah. I feel like he was building singles and then he was like, ah, let me just, just put, put it together. together. You know what I mean? Whereas, um, for example, I know I can't compare him to like Beyonce, but you know, she would drop a full album yeah. and then Work fans the picking, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm still a fan of that. But um, also, don't you think it's it's where we are at? Like, people aren't really listening to a full body of work. They true, much yeah, yeah, yeah. To things. Like, yeah. I, I think about... Um, is it Dreamwork? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a solid fucking single. Yeah. Where yeah. would you put that in any album? Mm, true, true. You know? True. Uh, I also think he had... Yeah, he had to, like, place in a lot mm. of songs. And yeah. Obviously, he used... The same style with mm. sampling old mm. school mm. South African songs or popular mm. South African songs that mm. we knew, mm. and he put them again in Touch My Blood. Also, I, I mean, having looked at his tweets, I don't know what's going on there. Whether yeah. he's really happy about Touch My Blood, like yeah. I would actually want to ask him, like, yo, what did that album actually mean to you? Yeah, so he I also so- had a fallout with actual Beam, like you and Prince. Yeah, had a fallout and I think it, it 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 took a lot out of him. And, I, you know, I actually uh, quoted his tweet and I added a comment there where I said, like, I think he was frustrated. He yeah. said that, yeah, he was a bit frustrated about going platinum. But it was a case of, like, for me, it looked like he was, he's, he's like, suffering from success. Ne? Thank you, <laughs> um, Because here's this dude, um everything that he does is like gold right like Dude. any track that he does anybody he features, features um, 
it's it's like you know what I mean. And he's, he, I think he'll forever remain on top as long as he's still in the game. You know what I mean? Um, but this is the problem, right? With uh, that album for me is that it took a while to build it up. Yeah. Uh, meaning that obviously there are breaks in between making music because mm. he's not making it in one go. So. Um, you can tell a, because it, it takes a while to make that album, right? You can tell the difference. It's it's disjointed in terms of sound. Yeah, you'll hear that. Oh no, man. Yeah, he was in. I mean, I mean, you know, just uh, as you speak, I'm mm. thinking of that one song, a Beyonce song. I think mm. it was dedicated to Bonang or whatever. Mm. I think mm. I listened mm. to it. And I'm like, I man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's maybe okay. I'll, yeah. I'll concede and say, hey. Yeah, it does. It's not like as uh, compact. Yeah, as, dude. Because you 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 go through like a lot of people with with an album, they they reflect on a period of time in their lives. Yes. Um. It would let's say it's twenty nineteen, yeah. and they're exploring different sounds and they speak about different things that happened to them. You know, in that year, mm. where I feel as if you take three years to make an album, you speak about different different things that happen to you and and it's different sounds it's uh you know and you can feel when you hear the whole project that it's like okay cool there's just like a lot of things happening here like a future album sometimes i just feel like oh snap don't you fucking mess with the trap lord dog don't you dare um <laughs> don't you dare yeah but listen future stands I, will kill you <laughs> i still respect and love that homie uh aka and he's like he's like a tr- i think he's gonna be a true legend of like sa africa speaking, like everything wait actually speaking of aka mm. I, I can't remember what i was doing uh on thursday i think i was going through my emails <laughs> i noticed that mm. there was a reminder from a booking we had made Oh, oh damn dude yeah <laughs> yeah like i think it was our first proper booking of aka yeah yeah was that when tibbs was still handling him yeah i think show love was still handling okay. him yeah and, yeah yeah um yeah because i saw the email i loved to myself i was like <laughs> wow how times have changed like yeah man. because i was also looking at i was like oh man even the technical writer i wonder what his, what his technical writer looks like how now. much was he then he was like 10 10k or something no 15. no no he had gone a little bit it was a little bit more then. okay cool hey because yeah. now hey. Cause, hey now he doesn't play bad <laughs> i think then no man it was like 30 i can't remember like 30 yeah. 35 i can't remember but it was quite funny seeing how where we are and yeah, yeah where yeah. he's at and where authentic Ooh. is yeah and you just actually reminded me of something right that i think we need to touch on right damn so a lot of promoters yeah are crying about just like how much these acts are like to book do you blame them like dude you could buy a house with like yeah (laughs) man you know i had a chat to uh chris um from zone six really good friend of ours and he was like bro it's getting ridiculous you know what i mean it's it's an arm and a leg like um there was a gig that he had just done recently with speedster speedster's um uh birthday party yeah and that lineup was so massive and he told me he's like dude that lineup looking at it look at it it's two more like obviously he didn't tell me if he paid or 
or if he or struck deals. Or, yeah. But like if we looked at everybody on that list, yeah. it raked up to about two million rand. Yeah. And it made me think like, geez, how how do you value like uh bookings and cause these guys would say, yo, two hundred K to book me for yeah, an hour set. It's this like, is why awards are important. Okay. This is why uh, obviously your radio airplay is important. This is why the actual bookings are important. I mean, mm. supply and demand. Uh, this is why, like, <laughs> nah, brands dude. attaching themselves to is important because that raises, like, your fucking stocks. Nah, dude. I think it needs some sort of, like, regulation, man. Because How do you regulate artistry? Like, that's like me saying to you, smooth. For so, every poster you make for me, um, <laughs> you should actually charge me 50 rand. No, but, like, it... it it goes into the economics of everything, right? So um, I think a massive problem that we have is that these artists, a lot of them aren't putting together their own shows. Yeah. So... What do you mean own shows like... So for example, uh, major league DJs. Yeah. Not only are they DJs that play, that get booked to play, they but music. they make their own they've got shows, and they've right? Got music as well. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. but the, the massive thing I want to focus on here is that they make their own shows. Uh, Questa. Oh, with Major League Gardens, yeah. Yeah, so um, Questa also has that where he does his own shows in Katlehong. Yeah, in Katlehong. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, now, what happens is that the economics of everything, X can't really go on tour like the States. Yeah. So they can't put also, together... What do you think? Is it X can't go on tour? So they can't set up tours where it's like nine cities and all of that. They'd maybe do Joburg, Durban, Cape Town. I think they can. There's so much space. We just, but, have, we just have lazy ass artists. So that's it. So they can do it. But the economics of everything is that I don't think they can afford to put together a show, a nine-city thing, and they put their own money. They want to get booked. They eat off of that, right? Yeah. So, cool. Um, a promoter comes through, is like, okay, cool, I'll book you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm here, we'll book you. Now, we are in Northwest Mafi yeah. Gang, right? Yeah. The economy there of, like, our people isn't... Uh, flashy maybe because yeah. maybe we're in the hood so um i'm gonna put together an event i can't charge more than 100 bucks for example but what's i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna try argue it a bit and say okay casper is like the biggest and most bankable artist <laughs> yeah have. i mean he's done mm. i think two or three fill-ups right mm, mm, and mm. he's got his actual event as you mentioned my thinking mm. he's got his actual event in my thinking that he mm. has in december mm. I mean, that guy, he literally books himself. <laughs> but you're telling yeah. me these guys cannot follow that blueprint from where they're from? Come on. You, it's tough. You know, it's a, it's a lot of money. And they, a lot of these guys, because our artists are truly, they're like freelancers, <laughs> honestly no, speaking. No, but see, like, I look at uh, provinces like, uh, what do you call it? Northern Cape. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know how many of our artists go there, but surely there are people that love their music. They like, we've got Definitely. fucking fifty-two million people in South Africa. <laughs> no, that's 52 true. Fifty-two million, ten million of those people stay in Gauteng. 
True, but... 42 is around. It's, it's very true, né? but my thing is our guys are not willing to put up their own money to put together a show for themselves. A few can, but a lot, um, a lot of them just won't. You know what I mean? So now... The risk is too high. The risk is too high. Now, promoter is the person who does the legwork, gets the sponsors, okay, all of that, to pay these guys. promoters are struggling in other provinces as well. And they struggle. So a lot of our promoters, cool, you've got thriving promoters in Joburg, maybe Mm. Durban, Cape Town. The other guys struggle to book these guys. Yeah. And do... And these guys expect the same fee from those small towns as they do from no a big, That's fucking big place. crazy. You can't expect like a fucking dude. It's crazy in like uh, Rustenburg. It's and, crazy. And, I mean, I've seen, I've seen. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, mm. Pop bottles go to Rustenburg uh, quite a few times. Yeah, but pop bottles in terms of lineup is like DJs and maybe one act. But maybe that is the actual format that maybe promoters should start using, like. One one big act, mm. and the rest is DJs. But also, True. which artist today can you say can bring in a crowd? Mm. You know, obviously coming from a promoter's point. Yeah. You know, and and also what Chris was was saying, like, cause Zone Six is a big club. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I want to believe Speedster, you know, called in favors. Definitely yeah, called with, in with, favors with, with that bull. Mm. But I look at Icon. Icon is small enough to you could. I mean, Icon can take one act is enough at Icon. Yeah, definitely. I think. I think we're also doing too much, man. Why so, do you need like ten? So artists? it's 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 a lot of pressure. Let's say Authentic Sundays, for example. Um, when we're at Zone Six, right? Zone Six is a capacity of three thousand people. Yeah. Um, you need to fill that place up. Yeah. Uh, you are spending to book that person um, and you've got sponsors that expect certain things yeah. from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the pressure's on. Now, um, when sponsors are trying to move volume or whatever they have... Yeah, or whatever drink they bring in. Drink or whatever, even if they've got an activation and they yeah. need to, to... You know what I mean? Uh, to get interaction with it. Dude, you need to bring those people there. And you are going to book like an AKA or Casper. You are going to try fill that place up. And it's a lot of pressure, man. And DJs just won't cut it. Or one act just won't cut it. Do you know why I'm saying what I'm saying? I mm. think looking at, obviously, the, the f- I mean, when I look back to Authentic, the format we had was literally DJs. Mm, mm. And that changed when we got to Zone 6 because it was yeah, bigger. And definitely. we had to do, we had to fucking put rabbit <laughs> out of a hat, you know? Definitely, definitely. And it, it's like a mega club as well. Mm, mm, and mm. I think people are also getting tired of mm. seeing certain, because some of these guys yeah. are not the best live performers. Like, I'm sorry. I Name, <laughs> name drop, dog. Let's hear who who's not who's not who's a... not a good performer. <laughs> no man, I don't think no, I want to. No, I don't think I want to do that. But I'll speak about the people that I really like. Like yeah. when we Teb was not a hip hop act; he's a quieto act. Yeah. When we brought Teb, Teb was like fucking legendary, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was so impressed with him. Like mm. it was him mm. and his DJ. Yeah, yeah. Cabello, yeah. the same thing. Like mm. so, quieto acts know how to move a crowd, mm. but the mm. hip hop guys, mm. they sort of. 
struggle and i don't know it's whether it's because they're not used to it or it's the magnitude of the club yeah or the places they go to or they're used to i don't know performing for their friends or what but yeah, i don't yeah. think they put in enough effort to want for people to want to come out in their numbers to say oh mm. my god the things this guy does on mm. stage mm. you know mm. Mm. and the dances he brings on mm. i think Dalez Dalez put in you know, he puts in effort, like mm, he has mm, backup dancers. Mm, mm, mm. The one person that I really want to see perform mm, mm, is Tiho, right? And mm, I want to see him mm. perform. Like, I wish uh, I could give all the money to be I've, like, yo, dog, seen, yeah. put together yeah. what you see in your head. Yeah, I, I've seen him a couple of times. Uh, Tiho, the, uh, well, the singer, ne? the yeah. guy who used to be on Family Tree. Yeah. I don't know if he used to be. Is it still? Hey man, it's out, dog. Family Tree is just Nadia and Casper now, man. What about Tickle's album? Like we've all been waiting for that. Nah, yo, man. Um, yeah, Family Tree. It's hard to run a label, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to run a label. But just dog. just bring it back to clubs yeah. and uh, performances. I think yeah. a lot of guys don't put in the effort performing yeah. at a club. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, AKA Mugs and Pro mm. were at uh, Icon, mm. Mm. and they they just came on. But was this on a Sunday? It or? was on a Sunday. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so and they were using the outside, huh? Ah, no, 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 they were using the inside. Mm. The little uh, that little round. Yes, <laughs> but it was so cool because mm. it's like shit. When was the last time I had seen these three guys perform? Mm. You know? in a in a very intimate space yeah huh? in a very intimate cool. space so cool. i don't know maybe we need to start moving into more intimate spaces to get more out of artists because that's also yeah, where they yeah, yeah. really feed off yeah the crowd because zone six is huge some yeah. of these places are huge and like mm. yeah and I'm, I'm getting a sense that a lot of people are beginning to like hate crowds um yeah because just like just the big the big um um the parties, the big parties, you get pickpocketed. It's it's hard to get in. It's hard to get out. It's it's a it's lot of it's a logistical nightmare. But, but maybe yeah. this should actually bring us to the June 16th celebration. Yeah. So and the things that go on. And I'd yeah. I'd, I'd like to say this. I think we should really get into mm. how mm. whether they're relevant or not. Yeah, um, I think this is a, yeah, this is very close to my heart because, you know, we are approaching youth month uh, and I just feel like it's it's become the meaning of youth day, youth month gets lost in parties. I don't know. It just irks me a bit. Huh? Yeah, like, I mean, there was that trend where everybody would go in the... Um... School uniform. Yeah, school yeah, yeah, uniform. yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I can't remember if it was the Department of Education, they had a bit of a problem with it or whatever. Yeah, I think the problem was they wouldn't know if normal school kids are also drinking. Yeah, <laughs> kind something of thing. like that. <laughs> Which is actually, it's, it's, it's <clears throat> yeah, no, what June 60 celebrations have become mm. is actually quite weird, yeah. Yeah, I just feel, um, you know, um, the reason why I brought this topic up to to for us to discuss as well is um, I'm just seeing a lot of posters that have like it's parties, it's drinking, it's yeah. um, hip hop acts, and then there's an image of like Hector, Hector Peterson. Peterson, and it's like 
yeah. marching and you know what I mean? And it it just feels like it, 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 it we're taking this thing lightly. We're pissing on it. And we're pissing on it, definitely. Yeah. Um and I don't know, and I understand that we put hip hop in the forefront of these events because you know hip hop does speak to the youth yeah. it is done by the youth and there there could be some meaningful messages coming from some of our hip hop acts but who you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i think maybe the the biggest argument is how it is presented in today's time that's it yeah yeah and yeah. the way it looks i mean if you i mean speaking about poster designs yeah and all of that like man artists or graphic designers yeah. designing those posters should yeah. like you know think really think about what they're putting out and the imagery Definitely. that yeah, they're yeah, yeah. creating yeah and how you mm. who want to be seen as well because you're definitely, definitely going to ask like who's yeah. that artist like did he ever put any thought did he ever put in a thought process in, that's my thing it's um yeah. i think um so there's two major parties happening on june 16 this year in soweto we'll speak about soweto yeah. specifically because um because the movement started here in, in 76 yeah um it, it we sparked it uh the kids were had met up at morix isaacson yeah, was, and yeah, we're trying to march yeah, to Orlando yeah, Stadium. From and all yeah, way, so yeah. I think on that day, people look to Soweto to reflect yeah. on, hey, where do we come from? Where are we now? Yeah. Kind of thing. So uh, there are two events that are major that um, that are supposed to commemorate it, but I guess we just celebrate it. But Zone 6 is doing something yeah. uh, with Hood versus Burbs. And Moja Cafe is doing something. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> so the one spot has Nasty C and KO. And I think the other spot has, like, Ricky, Casper, and a couple of guys. But it feels like those are the two guys, right? So it's like they're literally splitting so it's in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah. So those are the two big ones that feel like it's hip-hop events um, that are doing something for June 16. And... Uh, yeah, so I saw the first poster. I think the, the, the Moja Cafe one dropped sometime this week, but the Zone 6 one with Hood versus Burbs uh, dropped two weeks ago. And it had the Hector Peterson thing. And it was on yes, a that's papyrus. That's where it actually came from. <laughs> yeah, so it had like papyrus, yeah. you know, and it's like this, like, it's written on old paper and it's the <laughs> club and it's like striking. And I spoke to like Chris. I was like, "Ah, dog. what the fuck is this?" Bro? Okay, cool. I get it. You're playing with the theme, but you know the the Hector Peterson. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's that awesome. image it's is awesome. a bit like. And you can't be like fucking commercializing. Like, yeah. So he was like, "Oh no, I feel you, Bruce." So they but, did change uh, but it. But also, so. <laughs> and uh, thank you for having the chat with them and for them like man, changing you, it. You gotta, you gotta, you know when. You gotta just call it out, man. Luckily, yeah. I'm friends with that guy. Can and we we have chats? Yeah, so I can't go. Nah, dog. Yeah, that this, image. This, nah, man, you know this. what I mean? Because we have to like actually just also speak and 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 really just if our friends are doing like something that you feel is bad, just like call it out and just talk yeah. to them. But so that poster culture, I think, has to stop. I think we need to stop using that image. In fact, I think. 
you know what when, when you're speaking about <laughs> regulating artists and whatever yeah yeah maybe yeah. we should start having a board <laughs> that regulates party posters that fucking come out Ay. because some of these posters are like ridiculous man but it sells the fantasy man you you gotta that that's why when was the last time you sent somebody a flyer <laughs> via whatsapp or you put one up on like twitter and because Ay. it really caught your eye <sighs> we used to do that like 2010 2011 so i think we need to get to a place it's it's, it's we visual man yes we, we gotta see but like, also visuals. the visuals must be appealing you can't just send yeah anything, that's true bro like that's we're true. in the age of fucking filters <laughs> man <laughs> and so many apps that make images look good so actually i think visually i understand where we are i think uh in terms of poster culture for events in this country we have to be more visual in a sense where, you know, in the States, the festivals, it's just names. Yeah. <laughs> they don't play, bro. Yeah, it's just <laughs> names. And then people just want to read that. They want to know who's, who's there, where, yeah. where is it. But in this country, we still want to see a bit of like KO cropped into a jacuzzi with girls. And then we go, okay, shout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, In fact, we still want to see those girls that you find on like stock, yeah, yeah, yeah. stock image sites and whatever. Like it's actually Yo. quite funny. In fact, <laughs> posters like in club car, oh man, they are the funniest. They are the funniest. Yo, I know, dude, I don't think Drea Michelle knows how many times her post or oh, her images have been used for parties, Doug. If it's anything, <laughs> I would want to have like trademarked her <laughs> images in SA and just like <laughs> and I'd see and just see how much bank I'd make just from like yeah. you know, using my trademark, Doug. Hey, so there's this that guy. That photographer must be crying. There's this guy. <laughs> like, uh, so I remember poster culture, right? Yeah. It used to be a guy who used to run things. Was Green Robot? Oh yes. Oh, yes. So he like made his cash and his businesses and all of that from posters. He was the only guy doing posters for all these events, for Rabo Tibs, uh, Dot Three parties, everything. Yeah. And this guy shot to fame and started doing singles for AKA Single Ricky, covers, yeah. and then he did um, who's this uh? Uh, Cooley's second album. Oh yeah, the cover for that. Oh yeah, he did that. So he's a guy who pioneered everything. Now there's a guy called Skara yeah. who's doing the Zone Six posters, uh, the Homecoming posters, all of that. So yeah. he's like the new guy, Doug, yeah. and he does the taboo posters. So. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I think he does the taboo posters. Where the taboo posters, I must say, I dig. You like them. Because they always have these weird names, like Dude, and The Warehouse, comes, what, what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whoever comes up with these names as well. I'm like, yo, you guys must be really brainstorming. Yo, man. Like, yeah, dude. Um. Actually, why don't, you, why don't you even speak about your poster design? I mean, you did all the authentic poster designs. Yeah, so. And the process. Well, not even the process behind it, but mm. like. I think the authentic mm. poster designs literally changed what the South did, could do. Yeah. You know, because 
now there was because I, I think people were used to the stock images of yeah, girls yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember we tried doing it with authentic with the face <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Ah, that's not us, man. It doesn't work because I think it, yeah, it was, was you that. And Sabrock. Yeah, it was you and Sabrock. Yeah, yeah, so um, Sabrock's uh, who's at uh, Cookout Sundays now? He does the creative for Cookout Sundays. Shout out to Sabrock. Shout out, shout out. Um, so yeah i think it used to be that it's like okay cool i have a party it's an outdoor thing so i have an outdoor image <laughs> you know yeah or we're having a party we want girls so put the type of girls we want on the, you know what i mean so i think with authentic creatively as it started kind of developing yeah. okay as it started developing i think um I, st I started playing around with more minimal kind of like ideas of uh, having uh, clouds and like color variations. If it's a bandana, it's like really uh, kind of just small details of patterns and yeah. stuff and really focusing on the name. Because yes. the brand had to be bigger than anything else. Yeah, because I think we changed logos yeah times, right? we changed logos three times because we just had to always kind of reinvent reinvent tell yeah. people hey we're not the same as last year yeah. we knew we're and not actually the same as two years because ago. the team <laughs> kept changing as well yeah so yeah. we kind of had to reflect the time the people where we at yeah. so i think with the logo it had to be that it had to go like okay cool where do we we do you want to see ourselves now? Oh, we need to be cleaner, pristine. So yeah. then I'd use a font that is more formal and still have an element of some hip hop or leaves or, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, every time the identity would change, it would reflect where we are, where we're going kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know, um, speaking of that, uh, so I think when we were, when we were coming out with, our, with mm -hmm. our first podcast, yeah. A lot of people were obviously excited. Mm. 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 And <laughs> so I met a girl. She was like, Jesus, Titi, why don't you tell me Authentic is back? <laughs> and put me on guest list. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, mm. no, I saw the poster. I was oh, like, oh, shit. <laughs> you clearly didn't read it. But mm, um, mm, mm. that was us just saying, yeah. this is Authentic Corner Podcast. And, yeah. But she was like, but I loved the way she interpreted it. So mm, in her mm, head, she was mm, like, shit, mm, authentic mm, is coming back again. That's and, that's actually dope. I and, I, and I really like the way yeah. she had seen it. And Karabu even, Karabu even mentioned, my sister, she even mentioned, she was like, yo, this looks similar to um, the yeah. authentic party posters you guys. That's actually cool. And I don't know, part of, I don't know, maybe mm. part of people's excitement is actually, mm, mm. oh my God, people saying, hey, mm, 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 this mm. is authentic is coming back or whatever yeah. and i don't know does does this or maybe it's mm. it is a different platform yeah authentic because it is still the authentic guys on a different platform yeah no definitely yeah. um i actually like that i like that I, I don't know if it was intentional to kind of do an identity that feels maybe rooted it was in quite, authentic. Maybe it was subconscious, and yeah. it's a beauty. It's Dope. a beautiful thing that it was subconscious because, mm, in mm. a way, it is a continuation because mm, we mm. are also growing. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna stay out of the club <laughs> and party until yeah. five a.m. Yeah, no, I feel you. you. Know? I feel you. I feel and you. And this is like the other part of it. Maybe mm. not with the other guys being mm. here with us or whatever, and yeah. they're gonna join us sometime. Yeah, no, sure. definitely. We need yeah. to 
hear their voices, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, and get their I think opinions. there's a lot to be said as well around that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we will grow with it and, and have the guys. But I love that. I love the, the fact that we unintentionally but intentionally have this thing that feels like it's yeah. in that realm of like authentic. It's almost Sundays. as if we created like a sub-brand. <laughs> if yeah, 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 yeah. Actually dig that. And dig that. I don't know, we actually didn't even give feedback on what people said about the last show. And yeah. I think that was the intro. The intro was literally <laughs> supposed to be about that. We ended up just going fucking off. Um, the feedback that I got that was quite cool was from uh, Ntsane. Yeah. who used to be a... He still is a photographer, yeah, a but photographer. he used to he's take moving, photos for us. Yeah, he's a photographer moving into film as well. Yeah, so he's yeah. with uh, uh, Austin Malema and, and the Pixel guys, Collective, yeah. Pixel Collective. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him. He was like, when's the next show coming? Yeah. First episode was dope. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to him. Um, and yo, I think uh, I need to have a special mention for the sobering podcast homies, yeah. Fred Pack and them. They were like, Yo, we they see you, Scooter. Yeah, they, we see you, we see you, homie. Um, and oh, yeah, L the third, uh, part of the band member, one of the band members for Better Gang. He was like, Yeah, no, Scooter, it's dope. Uh, just yeah. Tosa volume, yeah, yeah, Tosa yeah, sound, volume. yeah, yeah, yeah sound. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 shut up. Kind of loud, yeah. Um, yeah, so he he was digging it, digging the content, digging what we're speaking about. Um, so yeah, the, the feedback from some of the ladies has been good as well. Yeah. Uh, they listening, um, and I I love that we're getting feedback from women. Yeah. Because I think a lot of these sort of um, podcasts are geared towards them. Yeah, you mm. know what I mean. So yeah, I think I, I I dig that. What what feedback did you get? Uh, wow. So I'm not as popular as smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said it to people like lame bullshit. People, yeah, people that <laughs> listen to like Oprah's podcast, bro. Ah. <laughs> and a lot of them were like, "Oh my <coughs> god, I love the fact that you actually putting yeah. yourself out there." Yeah, and yeah. you are doing something that yeah you would talk about it in your day to day. Like now, mm. you're just putting in the public realm. Yeah, and th- they were obviously saying that, "Yo, just come out, like mm. come out a little bit more." Yeah, yeah, your yeah. Your voice and your your voice <laughs> is a bit low. It's almost as if you know you don't want to say anything. Yo. And I was like, "Wow, man! Like I actually didn't know that because mm. when you are doing this, you you, yeah. you don't know how people are going <laughs> to hear you." Yeah, we we were her- hella nervous stuff. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. quite nerve-wracking. Yeah. So the people I sent it to, um, they were quite mm. happy. They were like, yo, we actually mm. did it. Mm. And mm. how? just to show you how happy some of them were, they were like, yo, so mm. how can I put together a podcast? Dope. Because there's so many things that I want to do. Like, Dope. Dope. Um, Homozo was telling me that, um, well, she's a chartered accountant, and she was like, "Yo, I actually want to do this with like other girls that are professionals." That's dope. And being single and that's navigating great. life, and that's the mm. kind of podcast I want to put together. Mm. Mm. And I was like, "Wow!" So mm. Mm. a whole lot of people as mm. well, even the, mm. you know, even people that you would never think of, like, "Yo, I actually want to do this as well," because I see you guys. That's doing great, that. just, And I was like, mm. maybe that's just what it is, you know. It's not it even is about that. us being perfect, mm. us being the best at presenting a show mm, mm. or whatever you want to call it. But I love just it. Putting ourselves on the line, saying, "Hey, man, mm, mm. this is what we're passionate about, and this is what yeah. we're going to talk about." 
That's that's brilliant because I think we live in a generation now where we are creating our own content. Yeah. We are we are writing our own shows, we're doing our own music, we're doing our own podcasts. We're really getting involved in actually having things out there. And it's easier. Technology allows yeah. us to do that. And look at the whole YouTube thing that's blowing up. Yo, YouTube is blowing up. And <laughs> I mean, I, was, I think I was, we were busy With talking YouTubers. about podcasts. Mm. We, we were talking about, uh, is it Mac G? Yeah, and he's, and, and yeah. he's a yeah. podcast and what yeah. he does, which is amazing, which is like so amazing, and yeah. how the the, the 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 people he's interviewing are so comfortable around him as mm, well, mm, mm. and just his format and everything. That's it. I yeah, mean, I think I think in future we are gonna shoot and and have a YouTube channel where people yeah. can actually see us having a chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we must we must like get a nice like we must get a nice <laughs> setup going on. No man, it must be gritty. It must just be like yeah, because I don't know. like people are really putting thought behind yeah. how they are presenting themselves on YouTube. Definitely, like, definitely. The, you can see the mics, the setup, and yeah, the brand, the back, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yo, with the lighting, I think, yeah, uh, um, it's become a full on production. I love, uh, there's this girl, Cherry. Uh, uh she's a promoter, she promotes, oh, she's Twitter. part of the hands, yeah, yeah. So, I remember seeing a, a makeup uh, YouTube thing that she has, yeah. and the lighting was amazing. I was like, by the way, girl, I this think is girls hot. that like do the <laughs> YouTube, um, yeah, makeup, uh, mm. Things are like fucking brilliant. Like, Yo, they're, they're just so killing resourceful. it. Yeah, they're just they killing it. I so think resourceful. one girl who's like actually really killing it uh, is Mesali. I think Mesali is <laughs> killing it right now. <laughs> and she is beautiful. You guys need to see this man's face. <laughs> well, the rest of South Africa believes that. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's really doing something amazing. Um, and then at, at the agency now at Joe Public, I think they're about to do something with her. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she's like insider information. Yeah. It's just like a young guys. You heard, you, you heard first. <laughs> yeah. Authentic on the podcast. Yeah. I just heard her voice. Just, uh, yeah. People mentioning like, Oh, we need to work with her. What, what, what. So I, I think they're going to hit her up and work on something. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I, I think just, just to wrap up the, the, the feedback. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for like mm. taking time to really just like listening yeah. to our our pilot. And <laughs> I must also give, give like special shout out to Morena. Morena had like the best promo for us Yo. without us briefing him or Man. anything. Like he was just like, man. "No, these are my bros," and yeah. he just came out with like the promo. I was like, "Wow, man!" Like, yeah, so much love out I there. saw that and I was just like. I love you, bro. Yeah, dog. <laughs> like with that one tear in the corner yeah, of your like, eyes. Geez, I was like, wow, We didn't man. ask for this, but yeah. yeah, no, he's really championing this and it's amazing to see. And yeah, I think he's one guy. Um, you know, I've got a really uh, soft spot for him. And, Dude, and, that guy's and, like a younger yeah. brother I've never had. <laughs> Actually, we should have a show where we just have Morena here and he yeah, just yeah, tells yeah. us everything on the streets. Because he's episode, at like the actually. pulse of culture. He's at the pulse of culture. Yeah. You know what the beauty of uh, him and his kind of like age group is? Is they were born into the culture of like, you know, yeah. like um, youth culture and all of that. The rise of Guaido. That's when they came in. The yeah. rise of hip hop. So, yeah, they, they, he, he's now there. Now they're at the pinnacle of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of the rise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we definitely need to feature him. Shout out to you, man. Shout out yeah. to you. Do we you love wrap you, it boy. Up? We love you, boy. Mm. Uh, actually, speaking of Ama Piano, mm. can we just talk about ah, yes. Mapiano and hip hop? Like, Mapiano have taken over, dog. I'm sorry to say this. <sighs> the Yanos have literally taken over, and it's beautiful. <sighs> Yo, I haven't heard any piano instruments in no, that shit. No, don't fucking lie. <laughs> Please do not be that guy. I won't lie. I do dig it more than Ecom because... Is it because it's like a Soweto slash Pretoria sound? I don't know. I just feel like it's more musical. Um, It, it feels like it's more layered than Ecom. I feel like Ecom is just like this beat that is just like... Yeah. And it's like just that. But it's actually from like... Your hometown, dog. Nah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Don't shit on your own niggas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I, nah. I don't know. I just actually in my piano, I prefer it because yeah, it is um, a bit more musical. I just can't stand the guys rapping or speaking over it. No ways. Yeah. I think. I think <laughs> nah, the nah, chants, nah. the lyrics, <laughs> the lifestyle no, around it is so fucking yeah. perfect because. It's like a subgenre we never expected Jesus, to pop no, and blow up no, 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 the no. way it has. Smooth, it has Dude. literally. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, nah, but my piano niggas, what uh, guys that are into the my piano yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, There's they, a lifestyle to it. Yeah, nah, bro. They don't. nigga. Dog. <laughs> what lifestyle? What, what is it? They are they dressing? They're dressing different. In piano pants? No, it's not <laughs> piano pants. But it's definitely not just Jordans, you know. It's like yeah, Disney, it's like G Star shit, dog. I think it's, it's just like, a, I think it's just a phase, man. Like any not. other. This is not a. This is not a fad. This is not a fad. Dude, South Africa has those. Eh? It's it's a phase, man. Okay, okay. I think Com was also a phase, and now this. But look is... what it's doing to hip hop. I mean, where was the last time? In Com. Ah ah. I'm a pian. What is the last hip hop? When was the last time you went to a party and you heard? Uh, hip hop being played and especially SA hip hop uh, being yeah, played um, you know what, as it's, much as my piano is because they are still using mm, vernac. You, you know what, right? Um, I remember having a chat with Solo uh, a few years ago and he told me something that Ms. Cosmo once told him and I'll never forget that. Ms. Cosmo was like, Doug, in this country, we love moving, we love dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Simple. Hey, when you don't be, you know what I mean? Like, people here want that. They yeah. want to always just dance. And, yeah, right now, if Mapiano is that thing, obviously it's going to be the most. I mean, look, look, look at what Casper did with a DJ somebody on uh, a YouTube and I can't remember the yeah, other song. Yeah, yeah, And also, yeah. I see now there's a new song with Major League and Casper as well. Captain yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I, I think Casper's uh, also going through a bit of a phase where he's he's trying to bring back the Guaido thing or or that flavor. But he's adapting pretty well. I don't know, man. How well is that album doing? Which one? The His latest one. You don't even know it. Sweets and Shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got my piano influence. You could tell. Like, I don't. But is it selling? Is it? Hey, I haven't heard of the numbers. I, I must say, I don't really follow. Kevin I'm not right. seeing. But uh, I must tracks. say, there's a song there. Mm. It's got a um, move it's for got me. A, yeah, move for me. It's got an Afro beat feel, which yeah. I think, if he focuses on them, because that's where mm. the 
I mean, I think that's where the 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 the, the mm. global markets. I mean, they, well, they're only now catching on to Afrobeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given that Selection did mm. a whole show on Afrobeat, mm, mm, and mm. Ghana is becoming this place mm, where they're mm, hosting mm, like mm, major Afrobeat events. Mm, mm, I think mm, mm, every December now or mm. whatever, but. Yeah, I think, I think he should have like came out with that. Because definitely, that Afro. Yeah, no, that Afro beat sound is uh, globally accepted in a sense where even the rise of Wizkid yeah, in, and in the world. Look at Burner Boy, he's, he's like in the UK now dating stage. Yeah, but Burner Boy's still doing really traditionally like. Uh, Nigerian sounds in his but music, still, but people like people are foxing with him so much. That definitely. He is, in definitely London, UK, and shacked yeah. up. I know, yeah, yeah, Steph. yeah. I know. Um, I remember I heard about I breakfast. must mention he shacked up a stiff. I don't think you like paying attention to that. <laughs> um, no, I, I remember hearing a breakfast club interview with Leo Cohen, and he was mentioning that yo, at YouTube, they really try and invest in that yeah. and burn a boy and Afrobeat is like the new thing, they're putting money on that. and. Which we must say, I'm yeah. a, funny enough, I'm a piano is actually big on YouTube. You don't find yeah. the music on a lot of streaming services. You instead you find mm. it on YouTube. And so I've actually realized. Which I also find so fucking amazing. Yeah, I've 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 noticed something. Uh, so Silo, a friend of ours, we also did uh, authentic with him. He seems to be managing Jazzy Disciples. Jazzy Disciples. Yeah. So I was Silo's I always look at his guys. I know. <laughs> Adapting, reinventing, rebranding, yeah. re everything. So I'm looking at his statuses and he's like, oh, Jazzy Disciples, oh, this is the gig, hey, this is the album. And I'm like, who are these guys? And, and next thing, somebody big. said they were big they're at work. Big. He was like, yeah. I love these guys. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay, cool. So they're it's, producers, huh? Yeah, they're and producers, DJs. DJs. And... Oh, I asked somebody the other day. I'm like, I wonder how like they would perform this at a club though. Like, so how apparently they, they shut down the club though. No, no, no. As in, I look at, I listen to the Shesha, mm. Shesha song. Mm. Like, how would that song be performed at the club? Because the way, it's not like it's got, it's not lyrical heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the few lyrics it has, and is it just that song? Do you just go and perform that song? Or hey, man. What other songs do you go perform if you're the artist? Man, it's, it's I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think of the... Or do you just... Or do they, do they just, like, do the whole DJ thing? Man, shy track. We are DJ shy now, What's that other track that fresh has? The go 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 The big... Yeah, Gong Gong. Is that what it's called? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But you they've literally taken over. I want to see at the end of the year how many songs yeah. we're gonna have from the hip hop. Well, maybe we we need to speak about Ko's uh, song, which is actually making headway. That's a bomb track, the one with Moonchild. No man, his latest. Song. Oh, super duper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we have to. So I think he's. Hmm. Because we can't talk about Casper. Casper, he's literally just moved into my piano and Afrobeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And K.O., I think he's still holding Hey, man, up. he's he's fighting the good fight, man. Yeah. K.O.'s really... People say K.O.'s had a very tough time. Yeah. But um, I really think this track now, uh, he's really been fighting and, 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 
and stuff. Business wise, his his business is intact. Oh, no, you can't. His business, but like, I think this track is building up slowly to be as big as Karakara right now. It's super duper. And we must just say, speaking of KO, he's got Scandalworld. Yeah. And like, he's got his deal with A6. Yeah. I think he's doing like amazing shit. Yeah, man. He's like, fuck. Yeah, man. And how he's also rebranded. Uh, yeah, um, definitely he there is a rebrand. He there. looks younger. Besides and looking he... younger, he's, you're right, because he used to, uh, for Skanda, the first Skanda, yeah. Republic, he was more hood with his yes. style. Now he's now more, he's more to like, sub- more ASICs. Yeah, suburban <laughs> kids, suburban yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's, he's... Yeah, man, he's he's had such a tough time with the label, keeping guys on and, and all of that. And uh, such a good dude. But I'm happy that now, music-wise, he's getting back into... Yeah. I heard um, something, or, I saw, or was it a tweet that charting. I saw, that he's trying to like make kind of like a genre. Um, and I, think I don't like, know about that, man. I think it's fucking wonderful. What is Kanda? It's K.O. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a genre that only he can be in. <laughs> well, maybe he's trying to introduce, maybe he's trying to bring in new cats. Who knows? But yeah, I think man. it's fucking wonderful. Like just what he's doing with his sound. There was that. If if he if he was gonna do that, or if he is planning to do that, I remember you need a producer for that. Somebody who can build a sound for that. And I remember that producer who did Karakara and a lot of the stuff that Cash Time was doing. Yeah. Uh, lunatic or lun- yeah, I, I think yeah, it's lunatic. lunatic yeah. If that boy is then brought back and and they sit down with him and they're like, after, "Yo, we building this." Kara Kara fame, would you go back? Hey, where is that homie now, man? I oh, he is with Ambitious because then he went to Ambitious and then when Ambitious was like shining at its peak, at its peak, he was doing beats for them. Yeah. So that homie, you need a producer to build a sound, a blueprint for you. to lay a foundation. Yeah. Then cool, he yeah. can he can definitely start a genre. Wait, you know wait. I mean? Just speaking of genres and everything, we have to speak about uh, Castle Light. Oh and yeah. The, the, the um. So they, they just unlocked Meek Mill, man. Dog, I'm so happy. Because Meek yeah. Mill has had obviously the biggest comeback, uh, biggest rebrand, not necessarily comeback. No, How long I, was he in jail for? Like eight months. <clears throat> no, but still, it's you still you you need to call it a comeback because yeah. he was in jail. Like a lot of people don't come back the same from jail. Mm, like, and cool. unlocking him, he's the most relevant artist right now. Given that he's at the center of prison reform, yeah, he's got deals with Doug, this and this. every every mm-hmm. rapper that comes from jail uh, starts blowing up. That's why I can't wait. So are for... we saying they must go to jail and then come back? Not necessarily <laughs> that, but if I look at the blueprint of when Pac came out of jail, yeah, um, but he had Dr. Dre, Doug. Yeah, but okay, Pac came out of jail. They worked him. And then he became this superstar. Mm. Um, Wayne was in jail during uh, the whole uh, rise of Cash Money, you remember? And when he came out, he just blew up. Um, Kodak Black also blew Uh, the fuck up. Problematic as fuck. Yeah. yeah. 
McMill with the rebrand. So all I'm saying is, well, Bob, so, free Bobby Schmurder, man. All I'm saying, <laughs> no, bro. But who's this? Who's this cat? Uh, is it six nine? <laughs> six, six nine ain't coming out though, man. Six nine, he's, he's gone, man. He's he's gone. Uh, who, but who's free this? Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder comes out. It's gonna be something else, yo. Bana, listen. It's Bobby, man. bitch. Hey, <laughs> who's man. this other cat that just went? Soldier Boy just went to DJ right now. Yeah, I, I think his is like it's it's a minor thing. I don't think but he's good. Gonna... I don't think it's just everybody. Meek Mill, yo, man, smooth. Oh, oh, by the way, Gucci Mane after he came Gucci, out, well. Gucci yeah. Mane came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, so you know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, when you're going to jail, you come out, man. You come out but like strong. Meek Mill in SA with this new album that he has is yeah. fucking perfect. So you know they unlocked. So they're doing a two two day event. So it's post Malone. Post Malone and then Meek yeah. uh, the day before. Yeah. Uh, so day one so is. So there's obviously going to be a lot two. of white kids at post Malone. Yeah. So post Malone, I was like, okay, cool. A lot of people are like, mm. but post Malone is one of the biggest guys out there because every time a he drops a kids, track, I'm sorry, a lot of kids love post Malone and we yeah, couldn't like definitely. look down on him, especially in definitely. I think in terms of black, uh, in terms of the black urban culture, culture, mm. they've kind of um, they've they kind of hate on post because. Post has in in recent times kind of distanced himself from hip hop. He's like, I'm not a hip hop star. I don't make yeah. hip hop. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo. And that but, time he profited it off of. You know what I mean? Like, so White Iverson, culture, all of that. Culture. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a voucher in my eyes because yeah. he's he's he distanced himself, but. His first kind of hits, never, and he's also never used his voice to like advocate for a lot. You know of what I mean? So I don't know if he's about the culture, but Sharp, he's very big. Every song he drops is like number one on Billboard charts yeah. and all of that. So but he's I big, th- but I'm like, mm, I wasn't too hyped. I think the kids are gonna love him. I mean, we may definitely love him. the kids are gonna love him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for Meek Mill, can we just show out, man? Can so I don't know, man. Oh, so South Africans can you just give us tickets. <laughs> We've got a podcast now. <laughs> um, so Meek, it's weird. South Africans, I, I see South Africans now being very much the um, American culture because uh, everything that happens in America is so big. The industry is so big. They sneeze, it affects everybody globally. Yeah. But I think now South Africa catches that sneeze like a lot quicker now. Yeah. So everything that American culture does, we split second, we have it. So people were not fans of Meek when he was out there with Dream Chaser 1. Dream, you know what I mean? I was so shocked. I was like, <laughs> oh, you know me? People were but dissing actually, his voice. All but it's of this. actually good. It shows you that uh, fucking Man. you are fickle. Doggy. <laughs> so cool. I understand one of the big things was the Drake beef. Yeah. We also took sides, but hey man, I'm excited for Meek. Seems a lot of people are as well. So let's see, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna yeah. go see the Meek Meek one. Yeah. I think it's also quite big mm. for him to come. I mean, his track with Jay Z and Rick Ross was free. Yeah. You know, I think that also <laughs> launched him. Man, I love that song. Ooh. Even though, like, uh, it's my gym track, by the way. 
Ross is off script there. Like Ross is like it's like as if like Ross was like, uh, "Oh guys, here's a a, a verse that I had. That just I put had it in there like, yeah. because um, you know it should have just been him and Jay Z actually." Yeah. yeah, and I remember that track dropped um, the day that Jay landed here for Global Citizen. Yeah, and it yeah that yeah no can't wait to hear that live. I can't wait to hear. Um, a lot of the early uh, uh, Meek stuff live, you know what I mean? So In fact, Meek, it, when, I mean, I, I gym to Meek's music. Like, mm-hmm. when I listen to his music, like, he's definitely grown. Like, definitely, definitely. And even his beat selection, <laughs> the topics yeah. he has. And he's like a real nigga, man. Yo, it's... Meek is one of the only homies um, after uh, DMX. I remember DMX used to be big on, like, his first tracks were, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? But Meek now, uh, his first tracks for every project that he drops is like the hit. Like people look forward to hearing what he has to say on the first track. Yeah. It becomes Even that, his uh, intros. I think yeah. he has some of the best intros. Definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, looking at Champions, man, like that is a solid body of work. Yeah, that was... You could um, listen to it from... The intro all the way to the last track without skipping and want to listen to it again. Yeah, I dug every track there except yeah. for the Drake one. I don't know. Why? It was a bit weak, the beat and I don't know. Out yeah. of everything it was that one. It was needed. I think it was needed just to it's a show um, Yeah. Yo But there was a joint there that was sampling Mob Deep. Yes. That one. It's Ooh. fucking crazy, right? Yeah, that one was dope. That one is dope. I think track three or something. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, nah, I'm I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm so excited I think for we're that. Taking up people's time. And shit. Yeah, man. Like let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, any parting words, uh, guys? Thank you, thank you, thank you for feedback. Just interact with us on our Twitter page. Uh, we're gonna start setting it up uh, where you get our podcasts on iTunes and stuff. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but just interact with us. Tell us. Like we need feedback and we need uh, uh, to hear your voices. Get involved because this is for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, my parting shot or parting was. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much for yeah. like literally. Giving us your time, your data, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like sending it to your friends and all of that. It actually, yeah. it really, 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 really means a lot. Mm, mm. And yes, as Musa is like, guys, engage with us, like tweet us, like mm. tweet us on Authentic Corner Pod. Uh, we're gonna get an Instagram, I think, but later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, <laughs> we're always on like uh, Twitter and we, yeah. yeah we'll... So hit us up at Spoo the Buddhas. And at TT Marcelle. And I was actually thinking of changing it. Maybe you guys should help me like change my, my Twitter handle. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, thank you guys. And All right. That's a wrap. Sweet. Peace, guys. Cheers. Dopeness, boy.